We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Mavs Party. I'm coming to you late. I guess it's not that late. 1045 on Monday night. April 18th, the Dallas Mavericks just shocked the shit out of the Utah. 110 to 104 in one of the crazier basketball games I will uh, basically have ever seen. Um, kind of stunned, lost for words, all sorts of craziness in terms of describing this. And because it's a victory, we already have... <laughs> We already have a ton of uh, a ton of uh, uh, people listening in and asking to come up on stage, and I am just delighted. So, uh, as as one of our uh, listeners mentioned the other night, Kirk, you need to go longer because it's the playoffs. Well, now that it's not Saturday afternoon, I don't have a five year old at my heels. We're going to talk for quite a long time tonight. Um, I might even go mix a uh, adult beverage or two. So for those of you coming up on stage, let's remember the uh, basic attempts at uh, uh, following the app. When you hear your name called, I'm going to select you to come up on stage, uh, pull yourself out of the chat, make sure you're not muted. The icons will be at the bottom of your phone screen, and we will uh, see what's, uh, what's going on tonight. So already there are... 20 of you good lord we're gonna start off with my man on the east coast because i know he wants to go to bed mr douglas what's happening tonight yeah kirk what's up man how you feeling <laughs> I man <feel> great <laughs> yeah man that was a good win man i loved it man what's, what's crazy is i was at work so i was like you know sneaking a chance so i was able to watch the second quarter i saw that i'm like oh you know we we hanging in there and then like every time i got to check back my phone we was always down by like five. We make a run. We back down, and then finally got off. And I was able to watch the fourth quarter from like the six minute mark on. And man, that was beautiful, man. 
I loved every minute of it. I'm glad you got to watch the fourth quarter. We're going to give you early credit for the Mavs taking the lead because they just couldn't they just couldn't hold on to it. Yeah. How you feel about Maxi, man? Because I don't know what he did. Maybe he got a girl back there. I'm happy for him, man. We need to I'm very happy for him. And my other take is that online bullying and complaining works. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, man, listen. Um, I mean, in the first half, when I said when I was watching, when I was able to watch, and you know, we had the lead and we lose the lead. And then, you know, you say it a lot, and you always say we're asking too much of the players, you know, to play above their skill sets, like to play above what they can really provide. You know, and I was thinking the same thing, like, damn, you know, we want these players to, you know, give maximum effort. But sometimes the maximum effort is results in, you know, 10, five points, six points. But tonight, man, we was clicking, man. This this game felt like the game against the Lakers. We were just in 2011. We could have missed. That's how it felt like in the fourth quarter. It was just. That was crazy. It, Tim McMahon shared a stat that said the Mavericks hit 17 uncontested threes, the most in the playoffs at any point in the last 10 years. Yeah, that's wild. And one more thing, because I know a lot of people want to talk. Um, I was watching a highlight in it, and you know, just like how Dinwiddie can't really throw alley hoops on our team to Powell or whoever, Donovan Mitchell can't really pass Gobert the ball. Like, it's really bad. Like, I watch him throw alleys to Gobert, and I see how high he reach. And I'm like, yo, this guy is a freak of nature with his length to go get the ball. And the passes that Mitchell normally gives him, it just did us so bad. I'm like, it's so bad. So I can only, I can only imagine how a Utah fan is feeling right now after watching this game. Like, well, <laughs> I feel bad for the fans. That's what I'll say. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm just happy I was able to watch that fourth quarter. And. Kudos to Brunson, man. Pay the man. He, he deserves it. Um, from that first game to he just, I don't know what it is, but he he was he spoke about it from the beginning of the year during like you know media time. He was like, "Yo, I'm gonna be more aggressive in the postseason. I'm not gonna let that carry over." And he's 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 making it happen. He's making it happen. I love it. Well, thanks for joining, my friend. Yes, sir. And all right, coming up next, taking a look at uh, taking a look at the flow here, guys. We're just gonna I'm gonna kind of draw some some random takes. So, um, my man Matt Phillips, man on the scene, where he uh, he doesn't go as credential media though he probably could for us if he ever wanted to one day. Uh, Matt Phillips uh, was at the game tonight. So, what do you got, buddy? Hit the unmute button. You know how this thing works. Sorry, one second. It uh, <laughs> took me a second to get over. Ah. Uh, so my voice may or may not work. Uh, I'm a little hoarse. You sound good. No, um, let's go with it. Yeah, th- that game was amazing. Um, just there's so much to talk about. Jalen was. Did we lose you, Matt? Yeah, I think you're in a bad service area. I'm gonna have to buy. I'm gonna have to boot you. The ball Sorry. That much and have no um, turnovers. Like. Yeah. That was fun. That's a good way to start with uh, no with somebody without service. Um, Armand, what's going on, guy? Hey, man, how are you doing? I'm all right. So, if you told me last year that we won a game where Jalen Brunson scored 41 points without Luca to the Utah Jazz, I would have called you crazy. I mean, like, there are not many 40 burgers in Mavs history. Jalen yeah. Brunson, while an amazing player, I would not. 
have, like, have it's just him. insane. Like he's getting better and better by the day. Like I've loved how much he's progressed as a player. I mean, it's outstanding. I tweeted pay the man like before he hit 30 points. And it's um, let me see here, because Mark Stein tweeted something out. And the only players there's only been four guys in Mavericks history to hit 40 yeah, point I believe playoffs. It was, so Luca, Dirk, Nick Van Der Stel, uh, and um, Mark Aguirre, I believe. Rolando Blackman. Oh, Rolando Blackman. Yeah, Close. Yeah. So, yeah, because I remember I remember seeing the tweet. But um, also for all my people on Twitter, y'all better owe Maxi an apology. Because he proved y'all wrong tonight. I mean, he really was terrible. He was, but I mean, you got you got to understand. Like, like everyone has had this this type of stretch. Like, there was just like beginning of the season. Bullock was bad for sure. Um, you know, Hard- Tim Hardaway Jr. He's always had his stretches. Brunson struggled for a little bit. Then he's struggling right now, but I'm sure he'll be fine later. Like, it just always happens. But for some reason, we took it out on Maxi so much. But I'm glad he proved it, proved us wrong. Like, well, I, guess, was- I mean, the thing that was really nice tonight, and he didn't really do – he did a lot of his damage in a short period of time. And mm-hmm. what I was pleased with – and this really – Josh Bowe and I just talked about this. Him taking these shots now, there's – Gobert's going to be a step closer. And that changes everything about the offense. That, that's perfect. That's literally perfect because I've been I've been saying this whole time we got to find a way to get Gobert out of the paint because mm. especially when especially it'll be easier once Luca's back too because that's like as much as I love Luca hitting the step back and hitting his middies I always want him to score in the paint yeah that's I like him scoring the most so if we can do that oh it's gonna be a tough time for the back. I mean um, they, the I've, the amount of doubt that creeps in because it's like I kind of feel bad for Gobert because he takes a lot of heat. For this, for literally doing what the coaching, the coaches don't want him out on the, like, there's no point for him to be out there. He no, could exactly. step out there, but it's, they, for the series of playoff games, they're basically saying, can random player X defeat us? And last year it was, what's his name from the Clippers? He lit, he lit us up too. Um, Terrence Mann, I believe. Yeah, Terrence Mann. Sorry, brain fart. And now Maxi just cooked him tonight. I mean, Maxi hit nine threes in March, he hit eight tonight. Like, that's hilarious. I mean, another thing, too, Maxi was injured, so who knows? Maybe he just wasn't 100% yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I mean, like, Maxi is not even – Maxi's not even um, – he, he's not committed to being healthy. Like, he told Brett Townsend he feels 100% better, but that doesn't mean he feels good. Yeah, like, his ankle definitely. is still causing him problems. And as much as I loved it, 22 three-pointers, I believe we shot around 50% tonight from three. Um, as much as I love that, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Every so I just hope that the plan is that we don't rely on the three-pointer as much. I would, obviously, that's not going to happen once Luke is back. I just – I don't want us to get too overconfident at our three-point shooting because, you know, we've seen it in the past. We'll hit everything one game. We'll miss everything the next. But yeah. game three, I, I believe that's a must. Like, we, we have to win that game. And – Hopefully, hopefully we have Luca back for it. Sure, sure. And I know there's a lot of speculation, and uh, and there will be you know continued um, speculation about mm-hmm. about Luca, and that's fine. I, mean, I will we simply... saw we saw him running today on the court, and he was practicing. I he I'm was confident he was. I mean, I'm, I mean not, I'm, I'm not a reporter, so I don't know that well. <laughs> me either. And it's like the medical staff. Like I, somebody posted a video in one group chat where I'm in, where he's like telling people that he's fine. Like the, it's the medical staff is going to have to clear him. But if he's itching enough to be bouncing around because he's like active and uh, jumping up and down, and like there's, I will I, I will simply say that I expect to see him in the series because now the series goes a minimum of five games. Yeah, for sure. And then. Honestly, like, 
I would. I, this is what I was thinking. Why don't we do what the Warriors did with Curry in Game One? I believe they had him come off the bench, but he still. Oh, he, Game Two, he came off again tonight as well. Oh, he did, yeah. So exactly, like I mean, he seems good to me. I think he can play. If he can't, if he's not a hundred percent, if he can't play like as many minutes as we need him to, that's perfect. We just need him. Like we need, we we need his like the way he distracts defense. Like we sure. Like even even five minutes of Luca, like I'll take it. Just get him back on the court, please. I hope so, man. Well, thanks for joining us. Obviously, you know, I want him to be healthy first. I agree. You got anything else? Uh, No, I believe that's it. Mavs in five. (laughs) Love it. Talk soon. Thanks so much. Bye. And let's see here. Coming up next, let's go with my friend Jose. Because Jose sometimes falls asleep on these if I don't get to him. What's up, my dude? (laughs) What's up, Kurt? How are you feeling? I feel good. I feel good. It's nice. Man, uh. So I will not give Maxi an apology. I think Maxi needs to continuously do this throughout the series in order for me to give him an apology. What I will say is Jalen Brunson deserves an apology. I am one of those people who didn't see the 20, 25 million price tag. This game to me shows it. He proved it. He had a lot of fight throughout the whole night. Uh, he constantly kept trying to find his shot, and he took those threes that you've been clamoring for, Kirk. Like, he took them. With he took them without hesitation. Yeah. That is what I loved because it's like, they, you know, the, somebody is usually Powell, I think, because Powell's the best screen setter. And he, he'd lock up his guy. He'd have just enough time to get a clean look off, and bam, bam, bam. And – I just love those threes because as good as he is at those at those you know mid range shots, he had a couple of just daggers tonight. I mean, it, it was great. Right, and you know that that's why I'm willing to openly you know handwrite the apology for him myself because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean the man played his heart out and he earned my respect and. Speaking of, of Brunson and respect, you know, it's it's great to see players around the NBA and even Patrick Mahomes tweeting about yeah. Jalen Brunson. Like, it, I've been a Mavericks fan for a while, and I don't know how much Twitter was, like, for the, the players themselves in terms of getting shout out by these celebrities or either even other players from different teams. But this team right here, like Dinwiddie, had got, you know, a lot of praise by Metro Boomin, a, a whole bunch of other players in the NBA. I don't remember who tweeted it, but it, it's just fun. It, it makes me, you know, have some type of positive outlook in terms of what the roster may be next year, depending on how we finish off this year. Uh, I. I don't know, Kirk. Do you agree with me on this point that rebounds still matter? Like, because we're losing the the rebound battle. Oh, we're getting crushed. I, but I, I got into this debate with a friend of mine today where it's like, at a certain point, if you're going to get the shit kicked out of you, you almost got to cede the point. And the Mavericks kind of did that where they, they, they won through their offense tonight. Not, you know, their defense was absolutely astounding, but, you know, they're just really good at offensive rebounding. Now, there's a couple players in particular 
Spencer Dinwiddie being one of them, that need to just box out a little better. Like Dorian cannot grab every rebound, and this is a challenge of having Luca out because Luca's the team's best rebounder. Um, I suppose they'll continue to work on it, but the Jazz are just like really good at this. Where the Mavericks need to do is they annihilated the Jazz in um, fast break points. They have to keep pushing. That's where, like, if you're good, if you can't win one stat, you have to counter something else. And like tonight, they had three turnovers. Realistically, Spencer Dinwiddie had three turnovers. No other Mav had a turnover. So it's like you you got to – if you can't win one stat, you have to find a way to win the others, and that was one thing the Mavericks did tonight. Right, and it's just like I, I don't I don't get that people saying that rebounds don't matter. They absolutely matter to me. <laughs> like, I, I mean, we know – that Nico traded KP and got Brunson in. I mean, not Brunson, but we got Dinwiddie and Burt's Hans. And we knew we were sacrificing something. Rebounds, but, yeah. There's going to be boards. Yeah, and and that has to mean that we have to play rabid fucking defense yes. every night to win yeah. the game. I mean, and, that was where I – I don't have the second chance points in front of me, and they were probably, it was probably pretty brutal again. But I feel just really good about how they battled in specific ways. Um, like, they they found the shit out of Rudy a couple of times on offensive rebounds that he got, which is better. Um, which is better. Good Lord, I hate it when people tag me um, in tweets. Like, like that's just how you get auto-blocked, where you, where you <laughs> do, do not, do not, like, quote, like, do not tag an NBA player and then tweet me. That's, that's snitch tagging. Good Christ. <laughs> um... Anyhow, and it's it, – it, there's just – there's little ways that you got to win battles in the margins. Like, this series does not benefit the Mavs without Luka. So, it's like, to get this one steal, let's say Luka can't come back, I'm going to feel great about this series for that just because, like, the Jazz on paper are just a much – better. like, they, they beat the Mavericks in a lot of key categories, and, you know, this is just one of these wild wins. Most definitely, and – you know, where the fuck is Charles Barkley? This man got on national TV and said we were getting sweat. Where this motherfucker at? I, yes. I need him. I, I knew it was like the reverse jinx. It's like, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Chuck. I, I need him to take all the heat for what he says because when it comes to the Mavericks, a lot of times, and I respect the hell out of Charles Barkley because of what he did in, in his playing time, but he gets on the national stage. And he just says shit. Oh, yeah, he has for 10 years. So, uh, well, thank you, buddy. You got anything else? No, nah, that's all I have. Thank you for bringing me up. I got to save the rest of the content for 77 Space. I get it. Guys, follow <laughs> Jose. Post your Twitter feed in the chat and follow Jose. He does a pregame show, 77 Spaces. Uh, hashtag 77 Spaces. Thanks a lot, Jose. We'll talk soon. Already. All right. Um, and yeah, guys, if you come up here, you're welcome to plug your own stuff. I don't mind. This is uh, all rising tides lift all boats and the Mavericks are good. OK, so, Jordan, you're awake and it's like four in the morning. So why don't you tell us what you're up to? Well, I'm actually packing to uh, go to America. So, all right. Welcome uh, back. So I'm supposed to have a daughter next week. So I am trying to get there before that happens. Congratulations. Outstanding. What do you got for us tonight? Well, um, y'all are welcome because every time I stopped packing was when we would start <laughs> to come back. So y'all are welcome that I stopped in the fourth quarter and decided I was going to watch the whole fourth quarter. 
So I just want to say you're welcome. I, um, I watch on a slight delay and I cannot help myself to check the game feed because it's just like <laughs> the service that I use. And like, it's torture. I would just click over every few seconds and it's like the Mavs would be down five, down seven, down five. And then, Hey, we're up. It's great. Yeah. Um, so my main thing, uh, that uh, I'm just, I'm getting worried. Like Cuban has to pay Brunson, right? Like, like he has to finally pay the tax because other, otherwise I don't, I don't know what we're doing. I mean, I'm, I will, I will put it to you like this. I don't see how they walk away from that. Even if it's a, an outlier performance, I don't see how you do it because the way he and Luca work together is really, really special. And I think that is it something to where, you know, a cert, certain NBA teams may overvalue him because I'm, I'm, I'm still not, you know, Spencer's a, a, a starting guard. I don't think he is a like lead guard night in, night out over 82 games. It's a, the okay. NBA is just a grind, but you know, you like, you want to sign good players and I'm not like re- just, I just can't, I can't really think about it yet. Does that, does that, is that a bad answer? No, I'm, I, I'm trying. I'm just worried. I'm just worried. Cause we, that happened. Like this, this was a real thing that happened when we desperately needed it. Brunson has stepped up and he's been doing it all year that he's been stepping up. Yes. And yes. I'm just, I'm just afraid that Cuban's going to get cheap and try to be cute again. I don't, you know, when, when it's within the ability for them to offer the contract, you know, I know they don't have bird rights, but if it's within the ability to offer the contract, I feel better about this than I do the free agency stuff, because you're basically saying, do you want to leave a team that's potentially on the rise to go somewhere else? That's the extent. Like, do you want to go be a Nick? Do you want to go be a Nick? That'd be my question. Look how well it's worked out for the Knicks forever. It hasn't. That's true. That's true. So, okay, thank you for talking me off the edge. All right. Well, travel safe. I hope we'll talk soon, okay? Sounds good. All right. Night, buddy. Uh, coming up next, let's go with uh, many, many people. Good gravy. Sam, what do you got for us? Man, I just came back from that game. Oh, my God. The AAC Center was rocking. That's great because it seemed like there were hardcore people there because – the 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 ticket like resale value went down like every no because there's, yeah. there's no Luca so it seemed like people uh, that were there were nuts. No, um, what do you call it? The drought is over. Yes. Okay, drought, love the, that. The home take. playoff drought is over. The home playoff drought is over. Oh my god. Ever since I guess Vince Carter cursed us. <laughs> Ever since he hit that game winner. We no, we won one. Won one. I found it. It was game. six years ago tonight, the Raymond Felton game. Uh, they beat the Thunder I, at home, no, eighty-five th- to eighty-four. I'm pretty sure that was a home game. No, I, I think no. We didn't. We were the sixth seed that year. We uh, we didn't. That was game two, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, Oklahoma. Oh, you're right. You're right. That was yeah. A, okay. Yeah. No, you're right. I don't know but, when the yeah. last one was. But Clevo, man, oh, Maxi, I, I was so happy that the coach, I mean, I mean, Coach Kidd kept them in the game. It was a really good decision, because Powell, I mean, Powell is still good, but without Luca and with Rudy, Go, I mean, Rudy Gobert getting in the paint, I mean, they're not going to be able to drive in and stuff and use the pick and roll. For sure. But um. Yeah, keeping Maxi in the game was a really good decision. A lot of Mavs fans on Twitter were like, "Oh, where's Dwight Powell? Where's Dwight Powell?" I'm like, 
Yeah, but Maxi can spread the floor, and clearly he proved it tonight. Well, I mean, it's it's like the Dwight Powell for playing like eight minutes was weird. I mean, mm-hmm. they you know they they did play him more after that, so I I, I see both yeah. I see both sides of that for sure. And I I really Finney Smith man, while watching the game close up is just he he's a really good rebounder like. He did, like, yeah, he's very underrated. It's probably his. Go ahead. Yeah, when you, no, sorry. When you watch him like get rebounds like over Rudy Gobert, it's like he tips it in the air to get it away from Rudy Gobert. Like yeah, I don't know. It's just he's a hustler, man. Like he's he's straight grit. He's he's just so gritty, and I, I, I love him. He's got really good timing at the peak of rebounds. Like he has good. Like he yeah. knows where he can go get the ball, and that's that's pretty impressive. He tips the ball and grabs it. Yeah, I I, I love his rebounding, and then I just. Also, Luca on the bench sweating, and it was really funny. Oh, he took off his sweatshirt. <laughs> he took off his sweatshirt. I was, I was like, oh my god, let this guy play next game. He's ready. He's on his knees, sweating with a, t- a towel on his head. I'm like, yeah, he's ready to play. <laughs> I think he's ready to play. Well, I'm glad you got to go. I'm, I'm very jealous. Um, I don't get, you know, it's just, it's hard for me to go game, go to games and do this. Like one day I'm going to actually yeah. sacrifice, but it's like, I'm also terrified that because every game I've gone to, they tend to get the crap kicked out of them. So it's like, I don't know if I want to be that guy. So, and yeah. And guess what? Before this game, I was, uh, I was 0 and 3. Oh no. Uh, every, All right. Every you broke the curse game, too. I broke the curse. So I was like, I was like, man, eventually they're going to have to win a home playoff game. I mean, eventually like one day. That's right. I'm really glad you got to go over then. That's outstanding. All right, Sam. We'll talk soon. Thanks for hanging out. All right, man. I'll see you. Have a good one. All right. Coming up next, let's go with my man Chris as he drives very long on his way home. What's up, dude? Hey, Kurt. Well, no, no. I'm staying in a hotel tonight, but you are not the curse, and I'm not the curse because I've been to so many of these damn playoff games in recent recent years, and – feels like I'm always going to a, a loss it's other than the Vince Carter buzzer beater. So this is some good stuff. And Maxi Kleber, we hear you. You're calling and we're answering, man. Jesus Christ. That game was so fun. And yeah. did anybody see that coming? <laughs> did he have like, what, seven threes? That's what I remember. I'm not even looking at the box. Did eight. Eight. Oh, my. Eight threes. This Just has to be on. a career high, like period, straight up, regular season or not. This has to be. A career high for him, for him. Well, I mean, the funny part is, like, apparently, and I'm not, I, I can't, I don't have the stat in front of me, but somebody tweeted me during the game and said Dirk only ever hit five threes in a in a playoff game. So it's like, hey, the, you know, the he, he leads the Mavericks from Germany in terms of hitting three pointers, which in a playoff game. So I really enjoyed that. Good God, like the whole, I'm telling you, I was stressed out until like maybe the last three minutes of the game where it was actually like. You know, we're all going crazy and high-fiving each other, and it was actually fun. But, like, I swear to God, most of the game I was, like, really – like, I was just thinking of the worst-case scenario. I'm just, like, stressed out. Um, but, yeah, we needed, like, the full arsenal without Luka. I mean, 41 – I knew we would have to have Jalen Brunson score at least 40 points. And then, you know, I don't know how, how many points Dinwiddie have. Uh, Dinwiddie's pretty bad. Second straight pretty bad Dinwiddie game. Yeah, right. and Bertans is out there – did he even take maybe like one three point shot? Like why? Uh, Bert, Bert, Bertans is unplayable in this series. But you got like as Josh and I talked about, like they have to steal minutes. Um, you you get down there and you look at who all played. I mean, you hear the minute totals: Dorian Finney-Smith forty-two, Bullock forty-five, Dinwiddie forty, Brunson forty-two, Kleba thirty-two. So they they're playing guys as much as they really can. Powell only had sixteen minutes. 
Bertans had 13, Burke with three, Green with six. I mean, it's it's a they just don't have anybody left that they can play. And you know, like Bertans is unplayable. Josh Green has and and Josh Green, don't get me Josh started on that. I was yelling at him from I mean, the crowd. Just uh, this is why I feel I feel bad for him. He cannot play because he he is not he doesn't have the skills yet to do this stuff. They don't care that he's out there. And, and it becomes just a, giving him some wide, especially that first game. It's just wide open looks, and it's just like he's just second guessing himself. And and that's I, my point, where it's like you're putting him in quicksand because yeah. he's not good enough and hasn't been good enough all year. I'm really excited that he can beat the Rockets, but like when you NBA teams exploit weaknesses, which is why Bertans was a negative 12 and 13 minutes out on the floor. Like he just gets targeted and green gets targeted in a different way where he wasn't that good on defense, but he was guarding a very good player in Jordan Clarkson. And then is forced to take these, you know, it's like they pass, like when the ball ends up in Josh green's hands on a possession, the possession was over. Like it was, it was that bad. I'm glad he hit the one shot, but he's now one of nine in the playoffs this, 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 uh, this year. So yeah, we, uh, we are very, very fortunate yeah. that other players like really played. They were going nuclear. I mean, Brunson and then Max. I mean, just, I did not see that Maxi Kleber thing happening. Like, but I mean, what, what at a certain point, it's like someone else had to shoot. Like Brunson couldn't take 35 shots. It was, and then it's just like one goes down, then another goes down. Like Maxi for the past two years has been one of the most confidence based players that I've ever seen play. Like before the all-star break, do you remember he finished with two absolute heaters? where it was like, oh, my God, Maxi is just on fire. And yeah. then he came out, and it was like a girl broke his heart, and he couldn't play for a month and a half. Well, I think with him having, you know, a week off, that really – I mean, he even said he was 100%. I mean, I know he's almost 30 years old, so that – right there, he's got his lift, right, uh, and he's getting wide-open looks. I mean, what, what do you think about – okay, we, we stole this game. We, we sure. had guys that really stepped up. I know we stole this game because I felt like we were going to lose by, like, 10 or 15 until like the last few minutes and we're just going crazy hitting those shots. But what do you think about Chris? Like they're not playing him at all. Like we fucking need rebounds. Like I'm concerned about this. I think they've seen, you know, I talked about this with, uh, with Jose a little while ago. I think they've seeded rebounds and Chris is not particularly good at anything. Like he is a saloon door on defense. He gets beat by basically anything. And yes, he is a big body. And I understand the, the desire for it. But he might be as bad. Like if you if you if you cause the Jazz to miss a shot, you want to go grab the rebounds. But I would argue that Chris is so bad that the shots would just go in. <laughs> Does so, that make sense? The most unluckiest sec- second chance points that the Jet. I mean, oh my God, there were so many second chance points. It was just it was nuts. And you know, Gobert reminds me of. Uh, have you seen Ghostbusters too? You know, the guy when he's a ghost. Uh, in that carriage and his long ass arm goes out and gets the baby. Yes. <laughs> That's go back. <laughs> That's a great pull. So that, that was one of like the 20 movies my family had illegally ripped on bootleg VHS when I was a kid. I like that. That's a, that's yeah, a great I like Ghostbusters 2 is a good movie. But yeah, Gobert is a fucking problem. Like he's a problem. He's so big. With, with this Mavs team. And he hits free throws now. Like I, I, I didn't know he was actually that good of a free throw shooter. Well, it's, so, it's, it's so funny. And I, I, this is going to be a very niche comment, but I, the, the Jazz play like a team that underwent the severance procedure. And severance is a, is a show on Apple Plus, and it's yeah, really yeah. weird, and I recommend it. And I, they're terrible at specific things that they should be good at, where it's like, how do you – the lob passes they throw Rudy are so terrible, and then he's also terrible at finishing. 
Imagine if Luca and Gobert were on the same team. How many lot? I mean, just like the Dwight Powell thing. Jeez, we would just be unstoppable. Yeah. Oh yeah. But anyway, but yeah, that that was uh, one of the best games I've ever been to, and I've been to a lot of Mavs games. And I know it's just the first round, but damn it, that that was it was fun in there. Like just being all these crazy math math heads. It was, it was fun. So, so well, uh, well, yeah. Lastly, because um, I kind of jumped on late, and actually, I think I broke the record on getting out of the arena really quick because I, I parked across the street on that. Uh, Freeman's, uh, whatever, it's a, it's the Mavs training facility. Yeah. Damn it, I got there in five minutes, run it, and I get to Waffle House, and I finally got in the green room after stuff on my face with Waffle House. So I, I think I broke a record there. See, like, now you're making me hungry. That's not fair. That's not <laughs> all right, Chris. Uh, Luca, Luca, uh, I, might, I might have missed the first couple minutes if you were talking about Luca. Uh, is there a possibility uh, with us winning tonight, do you think that you think that they're going to take that approach? Like if we would have won the game one, that they – I don't know. Sit, they're never going to tell us. They're going to play at Koi. Uh, yeah, I saw him out there yeah, practicing, but yeah, he was not jumping. Like I did see him shoot shoot some shots up, but he was not jumping. He was just lightly yeah. shooting. So hopefully he'll play Thursday. Well, we'll see. Thanks, buddy. Talk soon, okay? Yeah, yeah, appreciate. It. Chris has a long drive home tomorrow. All right, um, got a couple of my dudes in here, man, guys. We got so many people, so I'm gonna try to get to everybody because I don't really got anything to do other than wake up and go to work tomorrow. But uh, let's try to fly through some folks. All right, I'm gonna bring on some Mavs Moneyball contributors. Xavier, it's been a long time. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Uh, can you hear me, Kirk? I can. You sound like you're far away, but that's okay. So um, I got to say that was I've learned. I mean, last time we had a meaningful playoff game was, what, a decade ago? I realized in my old days that I don't think I have the stomach for it anymore. I mean, that was like passing a kidney stone. It was incredible. <laughs> and... It was more so like a, just a sigh of relief at the end, like, oh, my God, thank God we won that. You know, I, I, yeah. think, I think when I was younger, I had the heart for it and I had the cojones, but I'm, I think my heart is too weary to go through that. And we got to go through that another three, four times. Like, You're not like, were those Clippers games not like that for you last year? Those, because those were like chewing glass. But but the difference was we would we were the underdog. So it was more so like I was ah. putting up a good fight. We should be, we would have been favorites had Luke had been healthy. And so the expectations are different. Because I'm not going to lie, I didn't think we should have beaten the Clippers. It took a Superman effort from Luca to even make it that close. This time I'm like, bro, we have, and plus it's the Jazz. The Jazz are begging to lose in round one. Like, that is not a good basketball team. And I know Rudy catches shit, but he's the reason why that team is even serviceable because what he does on defense is just. There's just maybe two other people on the planet that can do what he does defensively. So he's just – I'm just impressed by him, you know? Um, yeah, you I know, am too. That was brutal, man. That was a brutal watch, but I'm glad we saw the other side of it. I, look, and I'll, I'll be honest. I When when I heard the Luka injury at first, I just kind of wanted to not think about it because it really bummed me out. Now, it was just – once I heard that the calf could potentially lead to an Achilles, I was like – then I was torn. It's like, do I want to be selfish and service – my elite, my short-term fandom, or do I want to think about what's best for the team? And that's that internal struggle. I honestly, I'm still not settled on which way I'm leaning. Well, they'll do what's best for the like, because what's best for Luca is what's best for the team. That's the that's the thing we all gotta grasp. Like, Cuban might have 20 years ago might have had the ability to put some some pressure on Don Nelson and try to get Dirk to play in that series, but I'll tell you, we know more about medicine now, and Casey Smith is the best in the game, and that shit ain't happening. He's either healthy to play or he's not going to play. 
And look, I'd give my I'd give my calf muscles for Luca. You know, I got oh, yeah. two working calf muscles. I don't need them. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to say what up to everybody. My mic has to work in a couple months, but I'm back and you know, go Mavs. Outstanding. Thanks, Xavier. Talk soon. All right. Now I gotta figure out how to remove him from stage. There we go. All right, coming up next is uh recap writer tonight. Uh Ben. How you doing, Ben? Hit the unmute button away from the chat. I love this. Ben wrote the uh, the Mavs Moneyball recap, which you can go find um, up on MavsMoneyball.com. It'll be leading the site for a while. And meanwhile, we're going to see if Ben can figure out where the mute button is because it is not in the chat. Ben! It might not be letting him uh, unmute. So, Ben, I'm going to kick you from the stage, and you can try to come back here in a little bit. Uh, Charles, how you doing, Charles? You've been waiting a while. Hit that unmute button for us and uh, tell us what you got tonight. Give Charles just a second here. This is great audio. Two folks in a row. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome game. Go Mavs. That's right. Uh, I went to the game to uh, to watch it at my ex's place. I got this gigantic 65, I don't know, 80-inch TV set. And, that's I mean, we that's just, the way to watch on the big a TV as possible. Oh my God! I was all they could hear me was bitch about refs for like three quarters, and I, of course she's gone to games. We've driven to Dallas together when we used to be together, and and she's got these dogs. I mean, when I, when we were together, we had like what was it, three dogs and five cats or whatever. It's not some things don't ever change, but <laughs> man, I'll tell you what those those dogs may, must be, must bring good luck because jeez, man, that, that game was just like your everybody else is saying. That was hard, hard to watch. I mean, my God, I, I was just sitting there. At one point, I was closing my eyes while you know Donovan Mitchell is scoring again and putting it up by fucking six, seven points, whatever it is. And yeah. I'm just sitting, I'm just sitting there trying to go into some remote place when you know you're having an anxiety attack and you need to find a way to to just come out without going into an estate asylum. Oh, I mean, it's like a sense of, it's like this sense of foreboding. It's like this, this, this existential dread that exists because you don't expect them to win, but you believe that they can do it. And then they get so close and then they, the jazz score another basket. Yeah. And at one point we finally were doing to them what we, we, what they have been doing to us when they, they would tie the game. Then we would go up and then we were up four. And it was like, so awesome. Once that momentum shifted, it was like unbelievable. I mean, this this is like almost the feeling we had like when we watched Game Five back when Calvin Booth hit the winning shot. Yep. Like twenty something years ago, I was just like, and then I get uh, this guy is screaming at me in the apartment complex the next morning because he's like playing sound of music at six a.m. and I'm I'm still hungover. <laughs> That's how we ended up moving in together because this guy screwed the shit. shit. <laughs> No, man, that was an amazing game. I'm going to let you uh You've got so many people to come up. I'm going to let you guys have the next guy up. This is so amazing. I'm, 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 got, I'm stoked, man, for the five games for sure, dude. That's right. That's right. So they play Thursday, Saturday, and then Monday again, I think. So, so we oh, got a lot yeah. to look forward to. Oh, man. Uh, thanks, Kirk. Love you, man. Let's sure go, man. Talk soon. Thanks. Go, Mavs. Right. Go, Mavs. Charles, that's a great, great, just. See, this is why live radio is amazing. Um, we're going to go to my man, Leo. He said he thinks he blew an eardrum out, and that is a terrifying avatar you have. Hey, you asked for the cat with the, with your face on it. I gave you I what you asked no for. I did no such thing. 
Go ahead. What do you got for us, buddy? Uh, I would just like to say, I, guys, JB is the one. He is our Lord and Savior. It was not Sunday. It was Monday, the day he comes back. Guys, like, my man played. Guys, he had zero fouls, zero uh, turnovers. And he, like, came up so clutch with that one uh, charge he took. Like, that kept on – he kept us in the game. If it was a buck, if it was a defensive play, they would not score on him. They would not stop him. Like, this is what we needed. Like, hearing the hear the crowd at the AAC count, uh, chant MVP for him was just a magical experience for everything this guy's been through. We doubted him so much on Twitter. People would be talking about how we don't know if he, how he's going to perform in the playoffs, and that's valid. But he proved it tonight, and we needed this. And more than anything – God, like, the Jazz are falling apart. Jordan Clarkson taking stupid fouls. He had five fouls tonight. Mike Conley had five fouls, zero points tonight. Donovan really Mitchell missing layups. Really bad game for Mike Conley. It was horrendous. Like, and then, yeah, uh, like, those layups, um, the layups he was trying to give to Rudy Gobert, they just weren't hitting. And then Rudy Gobert making dumb oops. He, do, he did the KP. He brought the ball down whenever they passed it to him. Why? Yeah. Like, you just gave Dodo a clean shot to get you. It was just a magical feeling. And, I've never heard the AAC that loud. Mind you, I've only been there a couple of times. Hey, but... that's okay. That's great. I'm glad you went. Oh, and I, I honestly feel like the only reason why that stadium is so quiet is because everyone just has that existential dread that we're going to fall. But tonight, I didn't hear it. Tonight, we were loud. Those last three minutes were so loud. It doesn't matter if we went down. We would scream defense over and over. I'm just happy, guys. This is what we need. We got the monkey off our back. And I feel confident that we can sit Luca till game four or five. Let's go, Mavs. Thank you, Kurt. Oh, that's spicy. All right. Uh, Daniel. How you doing, Daniel? What's up? Hey, Kirk. First off, go, Mavs. What a win. That's right. Um, I love the game plan that the Mavericks have brought here. It remind they, they definitely did their homework with what the Clippers did to the Jazz last year. Like, I hate to give props to the Clippers after what they did to us, but, you know, they're going that five out with the cutters and then, they're just hitting their threes this time, and it's worked. Like they they played, they basically played Gobert off the court whenever they're hitting those threes. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean the corner three stuff, like the open threes. I don't. I'm gonna be curious to see what the Jazz do to counter because it, it's it, it's like they're just like, all right, well we're just gonna let these guys take open shots. <laughs> like I'm not sure that's a really good. It's not a really good strategy. No, they 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 reawoke Maxi late. He he got his groove back because they're just giving him the open looks. Yeah, yeah. That and then just watching the other series, it I I hate to beat a dead horse. We already kind of talked on, but it, it really hurts seeing Tyrese Maxi get fifty nine points in two playoff <laughs> games, and Josh Green has two. Well. And he was uh, scared to shoot. Gobert said, yeah, go ahead and shoot it. And he I'd be scared to, to shoot one. over Gobert, too. It's just I hate that he's put in this position because it's not his fault that he's not the player the Mavericks need. Oh, I know. I know. I feel so bad for him. He looks so lost, and he just he looks so panicky out there. Like, you can you can see it, how panicked he looks. That's right. Well, I don't know. Maybe he'll figure it out. Like, he, he seems like a pretty confident fellow. Um, he, he's – he reminds me of like a football player that goes to play basketball at the YMCA where it's like the, if things start going right for him, they're going to go really right. Yeah, not for real, but but love the plan. Like, yeah, I also like the way the defense played. You know, Mitchell got his 32 points, but man, he was so inefficient. He was a chucker that game. So he keeps chucking stuff's going to go in, but a lot of it didn't. Love that. Yeah. All right, that's all I have. You have a lot of people to get to. Thanks for letting me on, Kirk. Sure thing, Daniel. Talk soon. 
Um, Josh, you've hit me up like nine times. You kept coming in and out of the chat. What's up? My fault. My phone's. I broke my phone earlier this week. It's been tweaking out. Not a but, What's up, going? What's what do you think? But no, Maxi is a Gobert killer. When Maxi is hand like that, there's there's he he he's so he's so indecisive. Whenever he's playing the center man, he he doesn't want to leave the rim. He doesn't want to get out there. When I was worried about that was the main thing I was worried about going to the, into the playoffs was if Maxi isn't hitting, then what are we gonna do? Yeah, I mean but, they needed they needed him to step up. I mean in the last two playoffs, the last two playoffs, he has a total of thirteen made threes. Yeah. Over the first two games today or this this year, he has already oh, beat it. Yeah. I mean, he's oh, close. He, uh, he'll yeah, he'll beat close. it by the end of the series. If he doesn't, we're screwed. Yes. I I, I was telling I'm I'm in a group chat with all my my coworkers. I was like, look, if Mac because Maxi hit his first three, uh, he he hit. I'm not sure if it was the first one. It was the first one I I seen. Yeah. He he hit it, and I was like, look, if Maxi can hit those shots. Luka can rest till game four, game five, because Gobert isn't coming out on those. And if they do, and if they do, then just like there were several times, uh, it was especially when they were they were trying to cop, they were trying to kind of copy and run that same zone. It wasn't the same exact zone, but it it was a zone. And we broke the zone multiple times. You take that one man out, you just attack that same spot. And, it, it, and I, honestly, if you put Gobert versus Dinwiddie versus Oh, uh, there's a couple. There's a couple things. One on one around the rim, I still like our chance. It's still a good shot, for sure. For and sure. That's I mean, say. there's just this game puts doubt in their brains, and that's that's almost, almost like, like almost as important as winning. So, well, thanks, Josh. We'll talk soon. Okay. Appreciate you, man. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's try Ben again. See if we can uh, figure out the unmute button. Kirk, you there? There we go. There we go. Hey, I know we talked about the rebounding in here a little bit. It seems like the Mavs got crushed on rebounding, but uh, there were some cool stats. Uh, they actually out-rebounded the Jazz 8-6 to six in the fourth quarter, and Jalen Brunson out-rebounded Rudy Gobert 4-3 to three in the fourth quarter. Ah, that's so, a power stat. Love that pull. They were scrappy as get, you know, it, uh, fun fourth quarter to watch. So that's really the, the stat I wanted to drop here in the green room for everybody. So uh, anyway, uh, go check out the recap and probably what is today, Monday, Wednesday, I'll have a Jalen Brunson specific article for everybody. Killer. Thanks boss. Talk soon. All right. Um, let's go with Mr. Williams. How you doing Chico? Hey, what's up Kirk? How you doing, man? I'm great. Welcome to the show. What do you got for us tonight? Yeah, man, that was a really good game. I just wanted to sincerely apologize to Jalen Brunson for giving them a lot of shit. And it was <laughs> no, and it, and it wasn't shit where I was like, he's a bad player. I was just like, yeah, man, we can let him walk and probably find something else. But no, this shit works. Like he made a believer out of me. And the crazy thing is, the forty-one points are huge, but that zero turnover start, that shit That's is wild. Crazy. That's, I mean, he's always been a low turnover guy, but he basically had the ball the whole game, and he didn't have any. Yes. So, secondly, like, uh, Moxie got a new phone, so I like that. 
You know what I mean? Mm, oh man, what that's a great he got a new phone. Yeah. That's right. been the problem. He had a shitty Apple eleven or something. And yep, now yep. he's he's got the thirteen for a big one. Yep. Yep. Also, Kirk, I remember uh you had a you tweeted the last game where you was like, Josh Green is unplayable in these series. Yeah. Tonight tonight really showed that. I remember like back in the day when I was playing ball when I was young. My cousin, he's like 6'6". Six, six. I'm only like 5'10". I went inside the paint. He sent that shit all the way to the <laughs> other side. I, I definitely did not go back in the paint. If he was 10 feet away from me in the corner three, I still wasn't taking it. So listen, I don't know if you remember months back when I was like, everybody speaks about how athletic Josh Green is. And then you said, you said, <laughs> I think he can definitely play rugby, but I don't know if he's NBA athletic. So, I still kind of think that. Right. So I said that because when he went on Gobert, Gobert said that shit. I was like, yeah, bro, because I can touch the net without the ball, too. I mean, the dunk was this close to being unbelievable. <laughs> but then, like, Rudy was like, oh, yeah, this is why I'm amazing to buy. <laughs> but, yeah, also, um, Spencer really had to uh, put put in some work those last couple of possessions because it was a really stinker. Like, listen to me, he was getting killed on defense and all. Like, it was it was just getting really, really bad. But I just wanted to shout out, like, them making their free throws. That was a Yes. A little better tonight, 10 of 13, yeah. I think. Yes. And the refs really tried to blow that game because that's, that's what really sucked the life out of the Dallas Mavericks in the second and third quarters. Like, the whistle was blo- rather good or bad calls. It was like, it was really taken away from the game a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, other than that, it was a great win. Um, people need to, you know, recognize Reggie Bullock's 11 points just a little bit more because for some reason when I was watching the game, every time Utah went on a run, it was like a Reggie three or a Reggie mid-range that actually stopped the run. So I was very appreciative of that. He's going to have a big game. He only took seven shots. I have a, I have a feel he's going to have, like, like one of these, like, 24-point, you know, like, seven three-pointer type games. I feel it. Yeah, but other than that, go Mobs. I feel confident. I think Mobs is six. I love it. Talk soon, friend. Yeah, Mobs. All right. Let's go with – um. hey, Josh. Welcome back. Hey. Uh, first off – um, I got I got some hot fire for this one. First off, um, I don't know why people are talking about um Gobert positively after tonight. Don't why? understand that. I like him. I like good basketball players. He's a good basketball <sighs> player. Man, I mean, I was... I mean, I I, I hate him as a Mavs fan because he's a good basketball player. But like, I don't like. I used to hate Carl Malone. Like when I was a kid. <laughs> Like, there's, like, visceral hate. And then, since I've grown up, everything about Carl Malone, I, like, my hate was justified. So, like, Rudy's just a big dork. Like, he wants attention. He's never going to get the respect he deserves because he never shuts the fuck up about how he deserves respect. But sure. his play is amazing. So that's why. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know if Jazz fans would agree with you tonight. Well, I mean, they should try having. They should try passing Rudy the ball in places where he can actually and like throwing shitty lobs and I don't know. They they're they, they're annoying. They, 
they certainly didn't get it to him in good spots. I mean, it was like for real guys, but he also did. He did bring the ball down yeah. so many times. And, that stuff kills and, you. And so that's first. Secondly, just to respond to Jose, um, who I love, but actually Charles Barkley in 2011, I just want to state that he was the one of the only people on TV who picked the Mavs at all. Um, most analysts that year of the championship picked them to lose every round. And actually, I believe that I remember Charles Barkley picked them to win every round, which was not the popular uh, take. So yeah. I just wanted to state that. Um, uh, saying that, the NBA TV guys, Robert Ori and Steve Smith, both picked the Jazz to win tonight. And so they I heard could, that. They could suck it. Um, uh, uh, after that, also on the broadcast, the guy who wasn't Brendan Haywood was trying to say, like, during the game, he was like, the Mavs are stealing this. I just want to make a clarification to other callers here. The Mavs didn't steal this. They fucking took it. Yes. They really yeah. did. They really scrapped. I like that. I like that assessment. Seriously. And so that's so I'm going to lead into this. I'm going to be quick. But basically, um, when when the Mavs lose and we come here and and talk to you and it's awesome that you guys do this, uh, it's awesome that you do it. Um, So props to you. But I think that there should be less sulking on losses. Uh, you know what I mean? Because obviously the Mavs have to play 82 games a season plus playoffs. And if they spend a bunch of time sulking after every loss, um, they're going to keep losing. So uh, that's one take. Two, um, I think the kid coached the fuck out of this game. So I think the craziness with Akiva and him just lambasting kid. Um, I think that's a little excessive every time. Um, I think that he coached a hell of a game tonight. Yeah. And and man, uh, other than that, uh, there was one more um, thing that I wanted to say. Oh, yeah, I love your comment about Jalen Brunson. Um, do you want to be a Nick? Uh, that's great. I'd have Luca um, deliver him the contract and say, "Do you really want to fucking be in there?" <laughs> oh, my and my last and my last thing, Kirk, is that I think because they won tonight, for for better or for worse, depending on how you look at it, I think this means that they won't play Luca in Game Three. Um, they'll give the crew a chance to win in Utah. Um, now that they did kind of maybe get in Utah's head a little. And I think that if they lose, he comes back game four. If they win, he might just wait till game five, right? Uh, you know, it's tough to predict this stuff. I will say that, like, the Jazz crowd is going to be, like, the closest thing to a European crowd, and I really want to see Luca in it. Hell yeah, I do. Uh, all right, uh, props on doing this. Everybody, keep your head up. Don't sulk if the Mavs lose a game. Uh, have some faith. And choose. Well, good stuff, man. Yeah, love. Peace. Talk soon. All right, let's go with. Oh, my buddy Scott. How are we doing, Scott? I'm doing all right. How are you? 
I am all right. Was this a good way to start your day? <laughs> it, it really was. I uh, I had to catch up afterwards. So everybody, this was already going on when I finished the game. So just able to jump in. I thought, man, well, I think one of the key, if without Luca, I think the idea is if they keep having one of Whiteside and Gobert on the court the whole time, it's just going to lead to uncontested threes the entire, ser- you know, every game. Um, right. I think that's why they took Powell out. You know, it's like, well, I mean, he can. He, he, if you can't have that threat, then you, then he can like, then either one of those guys can just kind of like stain it in the paint without any problem. And so, if they do, I, I think maybe Snyder could kind of like try to change things up and use a smaller play, like go small ball at some point. If they do, Spencer will have a free free uh, pathway to the basket because yes. I actually like. I liked him attacking those bigs with speed. You know, that's the one thing Luca doesn't do as well. He's more like crafty. Yes. But I love Dinwiddie's Dinwiddie's like uh, extendo arm when he goes well, in for those. He needs layups, to take man. those. He needs to take those ten to twelve footers. Like he missed two. Yeah. He missed two or three gimmies in the fourth quarter because he's tired, and he's I also think- in his own head because he's shooting eleven of thirty three for the series so far. If it's on a pick and roll, I've noticed that they that the big kind of shows in that area, mm-hmm. so he can't really take it. No, and so that's why. I mean, that like that's why why I praise Gobert so much because he's just everywhere in, in terms right. of that like ten to twelve foot radius where he has he has Dimwitty like hearing footsteps, and yep. like that's kind of and that's where it's like when Maxi started hitting the threes, you saw. Um, Brunson got a late layup, like a floater of a, a like giant killer, but Rudy wasn't even there because Rudy's a step outside, like looking for Maxi in the corner. He had to be. I mean, this is this is a great revelation for the rest of the series. What's weird is that he Maxi had a better three point shooting game than than you know. No, I'm not anti Porzingis at all, but you know Maxi did what KP's never done in a in a in a uniform go eight of eleven from three or whatever and the idea is that you know like you always said in the first quarter when KP hits that three it always kind of leads to an a crisis on defense but they never adjusted to Maxi like he no. he's just sitting there stroking threes and they're like okay we're still gonna lay off of him and keep to the game plan you know we we had to have one of these guys Josh Green yep. Maxi somebody who's just like punishing them like Terrence Mann did last postseason. So I think if they keep that going, man, if they keep rolling out Whiteside and Gobert, we're going to get, we're going to, we're going to see tonight as like the average, like 40 to 53 point shots. I mean, they have if to Luca's in. Yeah. Yeah. And if Luca's in, it'll change. Cause he, he's just so big. He can get into that area. And, but man, Brunson, dude, this, it's hard to overreact to this one game because it's, it's a high leverage, you know, you lose it and you're, you know, you're down in the 10 to 15% range of winning the series. Right. He, he comes through, man. I mean, he increased his pay today. No doubt. <laughs> he did. He did. Well, thanks for joining Scott. You got anything else? No, nah, I mean, I, uh, just to clarify, we don't, he's not restricted, but we do have full bird rights. So we can sign him up to the 25% max for five years with an 8% increase each year based on the first year. Right. And so here's what I encourage everybody to do. I encourage you to under like to internalize this, understand what the numbers are, but do your best to not care because it's not your money. (laughs) What the Mavericks can do and what the Mavericks do. Like Scott's really good at presenting all this information to let you know what they can do, but where it gets very dicey in this sort of hope is like, well, what if they pay him 19 versus 21? And I'm like, at a certain point, the NBA cap is going up again. So it there's, is. you know, it's like there's there's real uh, um, there's incentive 
to if you think you have a player who's good, like eventually, like Luca's going to be worth his max. But if you like sign a guy like like Dorian, like the Mavericks did, Dorian's contract is only going to increase in value if the cap goes up by another fifteen percent or whatnot, right? Right. And it will in a couple of years with the new TV deal. And the other thing about Brunson's contract is that like I'd rather pay him five one twenty five than lose him for nothing because signing trades are hard. The, you know the BYC the base year compensation for him is tough mm-hmm. to make trades actually work. Yep. So if you're going into this offseason, let's keep him at all costs rather than lose him because we're gonna the whole contract with the with the player year on the last year it'll be his prime anyway. Yes. It's yeah. Not, so where if you get two like years into be, it and he's unhappy with his role. There's, there's a, it's, he's a plus asset. He's not like where, where we're all kind of scarred as Mavs fans is like, we, the players that have Wesley been on the Matthews. team, what's that? I said Wesley Matthews type contracts where you're mm-hmm. signing the guy at 29 and 30. Yep. You know, Brunson's going to be 25, 26. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Sign him for five years. All right, man. Thanks so much for, uh, for hanging out. See you, Kirk. All right. Coming up next, let's go with Derek. Hey, Derek, what's going on? Hey, Kirk, how's it going? It's great. What do you got for us tonight? Man, the vibes are immaculate. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, you happy? Or where'd you watch the game tonight? Man, I'm well, I'm in North Carolina, so I'm on the East Coast. Uh, oh, so it's it's 1245 already. So you're you're already paying for tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. But it's worth it, though. Uh, That's I'm, right. I'm all good with it. <laughs> the only thing I got to say, so, well, just a few things. So. Usually, you know, with wins, you need one of your guys, you know, obviously minus Luca. So one of Dinwiddie or Brunson needed to play good tonight. And then we needed at least one role player to play really good. Then yes. we got, we got it tonight, you know? Yes. They needed a hero. They need like, like, all, like single game heroes to step up. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just, you know, I, I'm happy. I'm happy Max, Maxi played good. You know, uh, it, it was a long time coming. You know, it doesn't mean that he's going to do it next game, but we just needed it for this game. You know, it was like we got to be happy for just for this for this game, uh, you know, and, and he's good with that. The only, the only other thing I was going to add, you know, with the Utah Jazz, you know, just playing so much drop coverage, you know, um, we hit uh, – and, uh, you know, all the threes weren't – based off them playing that defense, but we hit 47% from three tonight. And um, we're not going to hit that percentage probably every game, I would say. (laughs) But I will say, so I looked it up. So when we've taken 45 threes or more, we're nine and two on the year. And, you know, That's interesting. Without Luca, you know, uh, you know, we've got, you know, our our offense is based on a lot of drive, kick, three pointers, and with the Jazz playing drop coverage, you know, it, it, we've got to just like tonight, we've got to take those open threes that they give us. So, you know, the more the more threes that we take, you know, it, it just seems like that. That's gonna be uh that's gonna be a recipe for success. So we'll see. We'll see if they keep doing that. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, well thanks for joining, Derek. Appreciate, appreciate you it. hanging out. Appreciate it, Kurt. Thanks.
Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go um, with uh, Ruben. Ruben, did you get to watch the game? I hope so. Yeah, definitely got to watch the game tonight. Hell of a game. We finally got a playoff win at home. That's why I'm super happy, and I'm I'm super happy for Brunson too, because uh, man, he was he was kind of showing flashes of like Dame Lillard. Like, I hope he can master that. Um, I know he had one in like a fast break, like that quick pull up three. Mm. If he can master that, he's worth like a you know a max contract or however much we have to pay him to keep him. But if he can master that that quick pull up, um, and he used that little um, Dwight Powell screen to hit a little three, and you know if he can have a quick release three like that, man, like the sky is the limit for him. So here's the thing: he has it. He just doesn't do it. It's it, it, I I think he's just kind of it's kind of been bred into him over time to take controlled shots within an offense. You know whether it be Carl or Villanova before him, but like. I need these Mavericks to play at a faster pace to beat the Jazz. And a Jalen pull-up three with nobody around him, pretty damn good shot in my book. Yeah, he just yeah, just have confidence like uh, Maxi did tonight. But I feel like – I don't know if it would – I'll give credit to Jason Kidd, but I feel like he found out a cheat code tonight. Like he found out that Rudy Gobert loves highlight uh, blocks. Like you like uh, I think it was uh, towards the I think it was in the fourth quarter where Dinwiddie was driving and literally Maxi was just like just sitting there like having a picnic by like the corner three like he was like openly waiting for it like he mm-hmm. knew it was coming because he knew Gobert was gonna sell out for the uh, for the block and he did that a a lot tonight I'm like bro stay home I'm like literally well the stay scouting home. report has to say something along the lines of this Maxi Kleba fella is broken. Because we've watched, like, how many games have we been like, is Maxi alive? Is he okay? Like, it's been months of this. Well, not months. Basically, post All Star break on, and you just figure after the seventh one, they'd maybe go <laughs> go out there and try to block the eight, but he did not. Right, and but I feel like we didn't really do it that much the last game. Like, um, like having like, well, Gobert is a good player. I'll give him that. But when you when he's playing against another big that can actually shoot a three, like. If we pay, I feel like we should have did this with K, well, I guess uh, Rick Carlisle said KP go stand in the corner, but they never passed it to him, I guess. But I guess like if, if say KP was out there just standing in the corner, Rudy Gobert would have to go out there and he would, his tendency is just to have a highlight block. Like, yeah. bro, I hope he learned. I mean, I hope he doesn't learn from it, but if we can have Maxi or, you know, uh, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith playing a five with Rudy out there and bro, just stay in the corner, uh, you know, driving kick. Like that's a cheat. Like literally he's going to, he's literally going to go for the block every time. And I feel like Dinwiddie, like it was a perfect example. They need to replay that in like uh film study for sure uh, before the next game. But um, I do hope Luca does come back um, this I don't see how they lose with with Luca the way. I mean, it looks like they were like cooking uh, Donovan Mitchell tonight. Like they made him look like a. I mean, that's see. I, I sort of disagree with the Gobert take, but I I will say that like where Gobert gets exasperated is having to cover up for like for for Mitchell and everyone else. Right, right, right. And and it feel like like hey, let's make him work. Let's stay in the corner big whatever big is on the floor and yeah i think somebody said it dwight was was taken out probably just for that aspect of that play like 
so that play could be open. Bronson was cooking. I, you know, I'm I'm super happy for him, but I'm I'm not expecting him to hit 40 every night. But if we can get you know 25 to 30 with Luke on the floor, Spencer gives him another 20. I mean, and, we just need Spencer to have a good game. Right, right, and drive. Don't be as scared to drive. Well, and he, I think you said it. He was probably tired. Like I, I guess that can take a lot out of you when the type of defense, uh, defense we do play. So. I understand he, him being tired, but um, great win, and I hope uh, you know that they keep playing that same defense because we were just eating them up. And yeah, the I, I say the score was tight because you know they out rebound us, but that's I think that's going to happen every game yes. uh, from here on out. So we just is I think all our games are going to be tight, but that's that's the playoffs. Each each play is like you have to score. Let it. Uh, be a two or a three, because this I, I feel like every game is going to be tight. Um, but I I was like I was looking at highlights of the Golden State game. Was <laughs> Jokic ejected or? Oh yeah, yeah. It, the Warriors scored seventy points in nineteen minutes. <laughs> um, this game was out of this. This game was like as close to one of the early Golden State run. Like they're they're just marauding. It's it, it the final score is one twenty six to one oh six. It was not close. I was like um, I was like I saw uh yeah. was it who was it um what's the big they got that the crazy guy um he was getting into it with his with Will Barton on the bench. I was like, what the hell is going on in this game? Like I think I saw Steph trying to calm down Jokic. I'm like, what the hell? But uh on another note, I'm I'm just glad the Mavs won. Um and yeah, I, I just hope Maxi keeps shooting with confidence. Uh a maxi with confidence is is a beast. Like <laughs> it's a meme going around where uh, Maxi off the bench and he's kind of morphing in the dirt. I wouldn't oh, yeah. say he's gonna be. <laughs> it's hilarious, but uh, no, he's not dirt. But uh, we got another German fella that's not to shoot, uh, not scared to to shoot the three. But a good win tonight, and I hope we can uh, steal it. Well, not even steal another one. Take another one. Let's let's right. let's finish this out. All right. Talk soon. Thanks for coming. No all right, let's go to. We're gonna get to everybody tonight. I don't have anything to do. Just work tomorrow. Who you know? Who care? Who cares about being tired? Mister Pry, what's going on? Thanks for hanging out late. Hit that unmute button one more time, and it will uh, bring you up here. Give him a second to Uh-oh. find it. Did I get it? Oh, there we man, go. I always have such a hard time with these. <laughs> it's okay. Yay! It's only your second or third time up here. You get the hang of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So I actually I missed the game today uh, and it was really stressful. I had some stuff with the city that I had to work on um, and I had listened to your podcast this morning, which gave me major anxiety because, you know, I heard is Franco talking all this about this gloom and doom stuff around how we probably won't win today and everything. And so I just I was in a bad mood all day and uh, got out of the meeting and saw that we were up by like four with like a minute and a half to go and I was freaking out and I look at the box score and Maxie's doing ungodly things from the three point line. And, oh, it was your phone was broke. We're like, that can't be correct. He has eight. How many threes? Eight. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Oh, it was. And I immediately thought I was like, how many did Jason Terry hit that one game? I was like, did he beat that record? He didn't, but he did. Uh, yeah. It was like, it was close. It was, it was yeah, damn he was, close. He, yeah. He, beat he was one off from tying him, I, I think, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, it's definitely going to be a, a, a Panda Hank, uh, highlight night <laughs> for your boy. Uh, so I can, I can see everything that I missed. Um, and man, it's, it's frustrating because I look at this 
And I know for a fact that if we would have had a healthy Luka game one, we'd be up 2-0 right now. People would be talking about us potentially sweeping. But it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll leave you to it. I know you got other folks, but uh, Mavs in five. Love it. Thanks so much for coming up. Sure. All right. Coming up next, then, we got uh, – let's go with Blake. Hey, Blake. What's going on? Give Blake a second. If you switch to another app that has audio, sometimes it won't let you talk. Um, so try to, like, exit and rejoin if it's uh, if it's not connecting to your sure, audio sure. output. You, there we go. Uh, hey, sorry. Yeah, this this app is – it hates me. Um, <clears throat> well, I know it's late, uh, so I won't take up too much of your time. I just – I got to go to the game last minute. A, a friend gave me and the girlfriend free tickets, so that was insane. Um, and I – I just want to say that give Jalen Brunson a hundred million a year and a key to the city. What the hell ever give that man, whatever he wants to keep him. <laughs> I love it. I agree. He, he is, I, I never in my wildest dreams thought that he would drop 40 plus and that Maxie would hit eight threes and we would win a playoff game without Luca. It's freaking insane. Yeah, and, 60, 66 points from those two doesn't seem real. It is insane. At, at one point, we were sitting there, and uh, Erica s- said, she was like, oh, Maxie, that's like five threes. And I was like, yeah, he's got t- 19 points. And then it dawned on both of us. I was like, oh, my God, he's our second leading scorer in this game. Like, <laughs> I, has Maxie ever been our second leading scorer in a game? I, I mean, I'm sure he has maybe at some point, but I certainly can't. I certainly don't remember any instances. Yeah. It's, it's just bonkers, man. Every, despite all the crap that happened in the first half, and the and Ed Malloy doing his best to let everyone know that he was there, we still managed to pull it out, and that was awesome. I'm glad you got to go. That's a really fun way to spend a Monday. Absolutely, it 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 made it made it a great Monday. It sure did. Well, hope you come back when we talk on Thursday. Sounds good, man. Thanks, Kirk. I'll talk to you sure, later. Bye. Okay, coming up next, let's go. And we're just going to get to everybody. So if you're in the queue, um, hang out. Davis, what's going on? What's Davis, that? sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good, you're good. Um, two things. Um, Masking, I would apologize, one, to for, uh, there. Um, what's that? I'm sorry, we're barely picking you up. Oh, stupid app. Um, I'll, I'll get out of your way real quick because I don't know why it doesn't like to. No, we're hearing you now. Okay, that's good. Um, one thing I don't understand, uh, first of all, this was a great win, but one of the biggest things that's annoying as a, just an NBA fan in general is the amount of unnecessary hate Rudy Gilbert gates. Like, this was not his fault. Right? The reason he was caving, you know, into the paint play after play was because nobody on the Jazz can defend a word, you know, like on the perimeter. Like, they have some of the worst perimeter defenders in the league. Yeah. Not good anymore. It's too old on the defensive end. Uh, Bogey's just not good on defense. Um, I mean, Donovan is overrated defensively. Like, they just don't have good defensive players. Like, he covers up so much of, of what they do. Like, he – and he's effectively made Powell and Green unplayable. Like, his presence – has made those two dudes literally unplayable. Um, part of it is also, you know, obviously Luca. Uh, 
you know, shows how much Luka adds to, to the Mavs is that he, he makes guys like Green and Powell into decent NBA players to some extent. Um, yeah. But, yeah. like, honestly, this performance, and again, I I don't want to harp on him too much better, but my God, that was one of the worst offensive performances I've ever seen from a player <laughs> in Green, what he did today. But uh, I just don't understand why he plays him when, when Rudy's on the floor. Um, I think that worst possible time to play him. I think you've got to play him with um, uh, with the backups. Um, right. Well, thank you for hanging out and waiting so long. No worries. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me, Kirk. And uh, well, uh, I look forward to next game. That's right. Talk soon. Okay, coming up next, uh, my man. Let's go with my man, Faz. You've been waiting. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Kirk. Um, can you hear me all right? I can. You sound great. sound great. All right, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I'm driving back from the game, but, like, I'm pretty close to home. But, um, yeah, it was an insane experience because um, I, I entered the giveaway that Mavrello tweeted yesterday. Um and I was lucky enough to get tickets, so yeah, we it was I don't even know what to say, man. I'm still kind of in shock at everything. That's amazing. We saw. amazing. <laughs> um yeah, my voice is gone. Um but um yeah, yeah, like I mean, I think everybody captured like the vibe of the game pretty well. Uh, it was just it was a special experience for sure. But um I think there was something that I guess I have a few analytical points because I've been thinking this through. I've had nothing else to think about. Um, I think somebody mentioned, you know, early on in this in the space that uh, that Dorian was big in this game, and you know, he didn't have the biggest game on the stat sheet, but like um, he he was everywhere that he needed to be, and like you know, his rebounding effort against Gobert that was pivotal, of course. But um, you know, that that makes me think of like way back in 2014 with Jay Crowder. We said a lot of the same stuff, and obviously he was really raw back then. But, you know, even though, even though he didn't put up much on the stat sheet, like he put triple singles or whatever, he uh, he just always knew the right place to be, and that's why he had a really good plus minus. And, um, I mean, we are going that, like, and then some with Dorian because he's putting up some good games. Um, so we, I mean – he, he, he produces way more than he, uh, it seems on paper, in my opinion. Well, you're not alone there. That, 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 that was, that was, um, get mute. Get sorry, mute. I'm sorry. getting feedback. feedback. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, like, like, he's one of the Haralabobs, like, that's like his crown jewel of me. Like, like Dorian is the guy we need. We're underrating Dorian. And I like made fun of the take for like two and a half years. And then Dorian signs a contract extension and plays better. So I think you're right. Yeah, and um, I guess I guess a lot's been made about you know Dwight and I, I, to some extent you know Bertans being unplayable. Um, or sorry, that's the other way around. But um, yeah, I think Dwight. I mean, it's hard to like you know just not play him because who else do you have? Um, but if he can like if he can get most of the minutes when Gobert is off the floor, um, I don't know if that's like you know, how, how Snyder might adjust to that. Um, but, like, his one bucket came when, you know, Whiteside was on the court, and he, Whiteside completely, you know, didn't pay attention. He left Dwight 
completely wide open for a dunk. Spencer got him the assist. Like, obviously with Gobert on the court, he's not he's gonna get he's not gonna get anything. So, um, I guess it's all all a lot of you know mixing and matching, seeing who's hot and who's not. Um, and I, I, this is definitely where like, of course, where we missed Luca. Um, all these guys who are like borderline unplayable or completely unplayable. They they get to they get to contribute quite a bit, um, you know, or it's possible for them to contribute with Luca like just completely breaking the game, the defensive plan for anybody. Um, so hopefully, you know, maybe when whenever Luca comes back, like all these guys, Josh Green, whoever, uh, they can, you know, we can expect something out of them. Perhaps I don't know how much, but some anything more than the zeros they give us. <laughs> No, I mean, it, that's where it's like a win like tonight is so valuable because you're just like, it's like you're borrowing time. So they turned it into a best of five series. And if Luke is able to come back in game four or game three, it just changes the math on everything because he instills confidence in guys that really need it. Where it's like Dorian last year, I think needed Luca. And now we've seen two games in a row where it's arguable. He just doesn't like, like Luca accentuates him and improves him but he's a really good player in his own right. And then these guys who are still struggling to kind of find themselves, you know, green's a great example. I think, I think green, I think green plays with more confidence when Luke is out there. So I think there's something to that take. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully all goes well whenever Luca can get back. And um, I guess one, just one last thing, not even like an analytical point, but just, man, it felt so good to like get this win. Cause you know, I, I guess, a sweep or whatever could have been in the cards and I'm sure every game would have been really close fought and we'd be talking about oh you know look at Jalen Brunson putting up a valiant effort and the Mavericks they were so scrappy without Luka but um no no after tonight you know I'm sure the Jazz are taking it seriously they it's not like they had any trouble with that but like still to them and to everybody freaking else out there like shit ain't sweet man (laughs) A hundred percent. Well, thanks for joining us. Hope you come back. Absolutely. Yeah. Good, good talking, Kirk. You too, buddy. Um, man, I'm, I'm, I, I, I lost, yeah, I've lost steam in the last few minutes, but we're going to power through. Um, let's go with Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, what's up, Kirk? You know, just doing some editing articles in Mavs Moneyball, listening to y'all. What's, what's, what's going on with you? What do we, what do we want to talk about? Well, uh, like I said earlier in the chat, I think you're spot on about the bullying because I completely eviscerated Maxie all day yesterday. <laughs> he came out with eight three-pointers, like just completely dominated. But more than just making them, man, it was all about his legs. Like you could tell – I could almost forecast it every one of those threes going in because you could tell for the first time in a long time he was putting his legs into his shots. I loved seeing it, but uh, more so than that, great win. Like everybody else has said, uh, it was a roller coaster of emotions. Like I thought it was very similar to game one. It almost started out identical. Instead of having a lead after one, we were tied. But then here comes the refs in the second quarter, and I'm just glad that Jalen Brunson was able to have the kind of game he did. But – on top of that, to see Maxi and all, I mean, there was just 
several players that hit really, really crucial threes. And it was it was fun to see. Like I said, after game one, I knew I knew we would get one of these games based on pure shooting alone. I just didn't know it was going to come as quickly as it did. Right. Oh, Happy good, to good. see it, but I know you're you're trying to get off here, so I'll That's let okay. I'll let everybody come up here. I just wanted to give that a shout out and tell everybody go Mavs, man. Thanks for joining, Jeremy. Appreciate the comments. All right, let's go next to Logan. Hey, Logan. Hit that unmute button for us. Give Logan a second. He's been waiting a while in the chat or in the um, in the queue. Yeah, man, almost 90 minutes in. See, this is why, you know, the big shot pod is like, hey, you need to go longer. And I'm not uh, I'm not able to. But uh, Savas, what's going on? Welcome back. Hit that unmute button and tell us what you got. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? I am dragging ass, but I'm feeling good. Yeah, man, me too. Um, yeah, that game was incredible, but uh, pretty much everyone covered everything. But I just want to say, I think that this was like a big game when it comes to signing Jalen Brunson, because now he's, you know, now he's experienced like the real love from the city. And, you know, I don't think he's going to give that up, plus getting paid, because obviously you get paid here just to go to, like, Detroit or New York or something. So right. I think that this was a really, you know, big game for us, you know, a big step for the off season. I I hope so. I mean, I never really know what's going to go on in this off season. I think this team might end up being quite different. Um, I don't think they're going to, like, triple down and extend Maxi or do something, you know, but it's – Right. You just got to feel good about where the Mavericks are, uh, despite the fact where it's like after game one, my buddy is Todd Franco wrote for D magazine. He's just like, the Mavericks have like four dudes who can play basketball. This is alarming. And it's just, it's nice to see like Maxi like revive himself because it's just, you know, he was bad for a while and it's okay to say that he's, he played good tonight. Yeah. Yeah. He was definitely struggling. I mean, he was still giving us that defense, but you know, still he was shooting awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I think, you know, a big, you know, I thought that, you know, in order for us to win the series, we had to have like, we needed the series to be at least like two, one after like three games for us to have like a good chance for Luca one to come back and two for us to win if he did come back. So I'm glad that we got the win tonight for that. You know, it gave us a lot of confidence and, you know, hopefully we can even go into Utah and win the game. So I don't know. Hopefully, maybe I'm being a little too optimistic, but you know, this is a good team. You know, we're playing well. You know, and now that Luca's going to come back, I think that we're really going to gel and look really good and scary. I hope so. He he was just chomping at the bit to get in that game. <laughs> like I, it's it's it's. I'm really I like I need him to play just because I I like am channeling his um. You can just sense his like just like absolute need to be in there and he just can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw him on the sidelines on TV and yeah, he definitely looked like he wanted to be in there. Um but yeah, that's all I got for you, Kurt. All right, well thanks for hanging out all night. Appreciate you, man. Talk soon. Yep. All right, let's go with uh Sean. This is why the app is great. What's going on, dude? Hit that unmute button. Tell us what you're thinking. You there? I can hear you. Hey, Sean. Maybe his internet's not working tonight. All right. We'll let you come back up if you can figure it out. Um, let's go with Brian. Hey, Brian. What's going on? 
What's going on, Kirk? The vibes are immaculate. They are. They are. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson paying homage to Dirk. Sure. With 41, and uh, they reset the three-point record tonight for a franchise playoff record. It was 20. They set 22 tonight, and we needed every one of those in the fourth. Oh, that's a good stat. I don't think I knew that. Needed every single one of those in the fourth quarter, and uh, I mean, uh, what Dodo had almost three triples in a row, and I was watching the game, and it would it was inside the cylinder, and I it was it would have raised the roof off the AAC. Yeah, that was. A, I know what shot you're talking about. That was. I dropped uh, to my knees. I wanted him to hit that so bad because he only yeah. had he only had nine points, and I mean, they just needed every 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 one of those threes was killing there. All the energy the Jazz had at the end of the game. Well, you know, and, and it, it, it's one of those games where for as many shots as they made, it felt like they could have hit two or three more. Pretty crazy. I don't know what Quinn Snyder was thinking. Bring your yeah. Gomez in there. He played seven that minutes. That was weird. He did. You're right. He should have maybe brought a guard, Nikhil Alexander in there or something. Or, But uh, this is the game they needed. I went to the first game, and they dropped that. They didn't execute on the small things. And they, I know they needed an outlier to win a game, and tonight was a three-point percentage. So they were at 46 or 47. They needed – all that, and this is the energy they need to go go into Utah, and uh, it extends the time for Luca. It gives us another game. So That's right. Instead That's of right. game instead of game three, we can have them back for game four, and it's all right. And that'll be I put it in the range between the fifteen and twenty day mark instead of the twelve to fifteen day mark. Right. Give them a little extra time, and uh, and uh, once he comes back, once he officially comes back, it's over. We're done. I mean. Uh, I don't know why they don't want to get the ball to Rudy Gobert. We got a seven Did you footer. see the post up that he had on Maxi Kleba though? Like he tried to post up and almost fell over. It's he's he's a unique player. Like it's just that like the Mavs fans who want him and I don't know how I feel about Rudy uh, as a Mavericks. There's just like oh like all Luka would do is just like put the ball above the cylinder and Luka would dunk or, and, and Rudy would dunk it. <laughs> it's like, like yeah. It's the second half of the season. I think it's really killed his confidence because they don't pass the ball to him at all down there, and it's really sad. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining and hanging out all night. Yes, sir. You have a good night. Yeah, me too. Let's try Sean again. He was having an internet issue. What's up, dude? If it'll let me pick you. There we go. Can you hear me now? There we are. What's up? What's up? Uh, so about that play that you were talking about, Rudy uh, posting up Maxi and completely like losing the ball. What he do when the when the play went the other way? He blocked George Green. So um, I do think like I guess you're right. As a math fan, I know you're you're not on the Gobert agenda, but there is very like there is strong reason as to why so many fans want him because I feel like just in our system you. Put someone like Gobert in, I think it just is a dream come true to me. I know there are so many flaws and we're seeing those flaws play out. But, like, you, you have to hope. Like, we, we never try to get any, like, big-name players. Sure. And a three-time defensive player of the year is a big-name player. Jalen Brunson basically sold And, Kirk, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, Tim Hardaway had, like, a good run in the playoffs last year against the Clippers. 
and he got what 21 million yeah, uh, as a result yeah, like kind of a declining contract it's not it's it's a little more than you'd want but also less than he was like offered by the pelicans so how much do you think brunson gets now like are we giving him the money is someone else giving him the money because i feel like he's played himself into like a 25 million contract because that's what like a lot of the other point guards like say a malcolm brogdon and i feel like that's relatively equitable value considering brunson has a higher upside yeah i think so too there's some team that's going to there's some team that's going to give him 25 to 25 27 like a scaling up contract and i don't know if the mavericks will want to match that so now i'm just a little worried like i love seeing brunson get that back for himself play into that shape i just i'm a little worried about whether as a franchise we're finally going to go into luxury tax because aren't we like the least spending franchise of the last 10 years or something in terms of contracts so I'm you saved sure, up that money but i i like they owe because luka's first year of his new deal kicks in next year at like a, you know it's like 41 or 42 it's it's something pretty simple and then you got uh then you got this burton's contract in woody contract um they're Hardly. they have a pretty they have a really high payroll next year like really high um and and that's fine and so we'll we'll see where we get with brunson i i mean i'm just to the point right now where i think the trajectory of these guys is to the point to where i'm not really worried about how much they they end up spending as long as they keep the connecting pieces together um like before the season i was i was thinking that that honestly thorin finney smith would be the one who'd get away and get signed somewhere for like 18 to 19 million a year which would just be a little outside of the mavs ballpark and then you know he he reupped in season for a cheaper deal than i was expecting and he is is out playing that deal so it it's you know their books are pretty i don't want to say they're screwed up it's not fair but their books are pretty complicated just because they've made a bunch of deals over the years where they were you know it's like there's KP and now it's Bertans and Dinwiddie instead and you know it's it's they have these things that could work out but they're going to have to be really smart about what they do but i feel like Brunson's a, a pretty a pretty straightforward you know guy you need to keep see cook i know that new york wants brunson but i've been saying this for the last 3 months ultimately i do think Brunson gets the contract he wants and we sign and trade him to Detroit. Jeremy Grant's on a similar contract which yeah, will expire sooner. I I, I, I think, but, but it's it's a question and I said this I think before you're in here. You know, it's a question if you walk up to that guy and go, you know, do you want this money to play here or do you want this money to play for a much shittier team? Um it's a shittier team with a lot more opportunity for him also, I do think. Like more than what he the more than the opportunity Maybe. that is there in Dallas. I think yeah I think that's a fair argument. I do. It's yeah. just it's like you get a taste of winning or do you want to go to like a bottom, you know, like go to the Knicks. Yay! Like good luck. Yeah, and <laughs> Brunson and Luka might have been drafted together, but Brunson's older. Like he's a college sure. he, he was in Villanova for a while, so he's not really I don't think he's part of like I wouldn't say he would fit into that Detroit timeline as well. Uh but Yeah, at the end of the day where do you go like because you know that the Mavs can't offer him the money he might deserve, rightfully deserve. So he has to sign and all like I think um the Bulls did this with Zach Levine when they let him sign a contract sheet with the Kings and then they matched it because they didn't know how much they wanted to pay him. Like they couldn't decipher that value so they let the market decipher that value for them. Well, we're going to find out. Luckily, we don't have any say whatsoever cuz the Mavs don't care what we think. 
<laughs> MFF votes oh. for life. All right, man. Well, thanks for hanging out late. Well, late. It's thanks, late man. for us. So, um, any anything else you want to touch on before you head out? Uh, no. I just like what a game. Like, I'm so happy to see us pull these wins off. Da- uh, J- Jason Kidd is coaching his ass off. I hope the effort we've seen through the first two games at home is something we can carry on on the road. Utah is a tough place to play at. So I hope like this energy, this vibe that the team is yep. in. And I wouldn't mind if we actually do sit out Luca for another game because the turnaround between game three and game four is quite tight. So considering it's an even series, I think we can afford to possibly go down 2-1 and then bring in Luca with, as you said, then it would be almost exactly two weeks and not 11 days of rest for him. So, yeah, yeah so I think, I think the math should aim for that now. Uh, we'll see. I'm sure we'll. I'm sure we will know absolutely nothing before the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for hanging out. We'll talk soon. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. All right, let's get to uh, Michael. Hi, Michael. Thanks for waiting. What's going on? You there, Michael? You fall asleep. There yes, sir. No, I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I was at the game, and uh, I don't remember the last time where every single time. Uh, uh, Maxi Kleba shot the ball. I thought it was going in. It's been the complete opposite lately. So it was really cool to experience that and be a part of that. And, um, it was just after that last corner three that he hit, the place was just delirious. It was insane. And, um, I want to start a, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich hate club. Really? I do not like that. Guy. Really? I do not like him at all, man. All he does is flop, get BS foul calls on him, you know, and he's a baller, and I hate him. Yeah, he'd be a good Maverick. Yeah, he'd be a good Maverick. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 really fun to watch, but he's just really irritating. I mean, there was that one foul against Dinwiddie where all he did was just kind of like, like Dinwiddie didn't do anything. He might have moved like a half inch like towards him a little bit didn't really make any contact whatsoever and then he just kind of fell over and he got the foul call i think that was for like Dinwiddie's third foul or something like that so i was like man the, the refs were really tough tonight i mean it, it was kind of crazy how many um free throws they were getting in comparison to us but especially in that first half um but anyway that's all i really wanted to say go mavs and it was a uh, it was a lot of fun well, thanks for hanging out, Michael. We'll talk soon. All right, for sure. All right, then uh, let's go to Jordan. Hey, Jordan. Jordan, there we go. Hit that unmute button one more time. Same page. We'll let you uh, give you a second to figure it out. Sorry, I meant to invite you up here earlier. Um, everybody's hanging out a long time tonight, almost an hour and 40 minutes. Jordan, you got that unmute button? All right, well, uh, exit the room and re-enter, and we'll try to pull you back up before we go. Um, Christian, what's up, dude? Hey, Kirk, how you doing? I am all right. What's up? Man, for a minute, I thought we were about to waste that maxi game, and I was going to, like, literally cry <laughs> if we lost a game where maxi hits eight threes. Like, I was just like, please, please don't let this – I mean, you know – these are the the opportunities that you just can't let go by. Obviously, we couldn't go down 
Um, and just what an exciting night. And I, I, I had a question because I was kind of pondering this back and forth. Do you think Jalen, like over the long term, could be a obviously different position, so on, but like a Chris Middleton type in the sense of what he brings to a team? I mean, isn't that kind of what he does right now where you're expecting like you're expecting like like 15 points, and if he gives you more, you're excited. If he gives you, you know, more than four assists, like where it gives you, like, you end up paying the guy a ton of money for a level of production that's probably not what you want night in, night out. But if you, it's just that sort of like steady consistency. And, and I, I think that's what Brunson's really brought to the team the whole year where he does have the occasional really big game, but it's like Brunson was the only guy carrying the Mavericks the first 15 games of the year. Yeah. And, and I think one, really kind of enlightening or like heartening kind of thing is he has improved every year. Absolutely. He has. That's true. And he's improved in like key metrics where it's like he wasn't hitting shooting or taking threes early or making. And now he's just, he's become a really, really good three point shooter. He's passing better. His turnovers. He never was really a high turnover guy, but like the ball control stuff is extremely valuable. Yeah. I mean, he, just like you said, three pointers better at passing this year. Uh, and I think this was just a, a really important game for him to show out, you know, in the playoffs, but, um, man, just what an exciting, scary, anxious, exhilarating, frightening kind of night. And, you know, just so much fun. And I think to be honest, I, these NBA's, schedulers really kind of screwed us um i think it just makes sense to sit luca regardless unless obviously it was like a hundred percent for game three because on saturday we have an early or afternoon game yeah um, 3 30 i think central time exactly yeah and i just i you know it just kind of makes sense at this point to do it. I know Utah's a hard place to play, but I feel like all things considered, like, you know, last game was a horrible shooting game. This game, we clearly were knocking down a good portion of our shots, thanks to Maxi Brunson and a couple others. But I feel like we at least have one Spencer game and one Reggie game in us. And I think that's true. If if those can coincide on you know game three, like obviously it's it's kind of wishful thinking, but I don't think it's a fantasy. And if we can get that, I mean, we could really kind of be in a special position and then have Luca rested up. So, uh, you know, when when I remember we were talking about this after the Dinwiddie buzzer beater uh, against the Nets, but. Everyone was like, you know, we can let uh, Jalen walk and, you know, Spence is that guy. This is the guy that we've seen these past couple of games has been much closer to who Dinwiddie's been. Uh, for the, yeah. Exactly. And and for his career for the most part. And so I, I would, again, caution people, please stop overreacting. Jalen is a incredibly important uh, piece for us. 
Um, and I, I do think Spencer is too. I'm not trying to diminish him. So I, I'm just hoping that Spencer can kind of get some stuff uh, together because he's so important. And I think really the key tonight, clearly outside of the shots, was we didn't stagger Brunson and Spence as much as we did in the first game. Um, and Spencer, really to, Spencer played four more minutes. I mean, that's, that's significant over the course of a 48-minute game. So, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, and when you said Reggie played 45 minutes, I don't know if you, you saw at the – it was about the minute mark. He just, like, literally hunched over after the timeout, like just gasping for air. Uh, you know, let's hope that we can still a couple more minutes, not stagger as much and hopefully get Luca back at latest for game four. But, you know, I know it's late. So I hope you have a great night, Kirk, and, you know, take care. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming up. Okay, let's try uh, Jordan one last time. Bring us out, Jordan. All right. Is it working now? Yeah. What's up? Okay. Hey, thanks so much for having me up. Um, Man, I, I, uh, I was trying to figure out how we were going to watch the game because, you know, it was an NBA TV game. And if you don't have the specific deal, um, you can't right. watch it. But, um, so we ended up getting to go, me and the wife, which was awesome. Um, and it was probably after Maxie's – when he was two or three, I said to her, like, man, wouldn't it be awesome if we get to go to the Maxie Slump Buster game? Like, I've been waiting on it for a month and a half, right? And then he when, he, when we get to the fourth quarter and he's – gotten to eight it was just I, I couldn't believe it was all happening you know yeah yeah oh man but it's a uh, great game to go to yeah for sure um i'll never forget i got to go to a game four of the Clippers series last year um which uh they ended up taking a uh, pretty handily but um yeah i'll never forget this one for sure um i feel for everybody who can um get the non-national games, it, it irks me that, like, a lot of DFW is missing what's happening uh, with the Mavs. You and me awesome, both. But. This is how you grow the game. I mean, Cubans made it seem like they're going to have this fix for next year. He seems pretty, you know, I don't know, he's always very confident, so what the hell does that mean? But it, it, he's, he seems to think that they're going to have at least this element of that fix for next year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I hope, I hope, uh, I hope that does come true. I know this will always be probably a Cowboy City, but um, man, the Mavs can be really special if they can if they can put a real contender around Luca. So, um, yeah, uh, it was fun. Thanks for having me up, Kirk. You're the man for for staying up and having all these people on. And y'all have a good night. Let's go get them for game uh, game three. That's right, Jordan. Thanks for hanging out. Okay, see if anybody else is up there. Oh, Logan. Hey, Logan. Do you want to? You had something you uh, earlier. I brought you up. It didn't didn't connect for you. Hit that unmute button, and we'll see if uh, you're able to talk. Nope, doesn't seem like it's gonna work for Logan tonight. That's okay. All right, guys. Over a hundred minutes. Uh, we hung out for a long time. Uh, there'll be another Moneyball minute not tomorrow morning, um, but probably on Wednesday morning and then something maybe I'll get together with uh, one of the smart people out there and get something together for you guys on Wednesday afternoon but thanks for hanging out all night this has been Kirk Henderson Mavs Moneyball check out our site we got two posts that are up and I have people turning three more things so I'm going to go set now I'm going to go edit till the middle of the night Uh, everybody be good and enjoy uh, your Tuesday bye guys Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. 
With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.